The Ape in the Mirror. Stephen J. Gold, he said, Why should our nastiness be the baggage of an apish past and our kindness uniquely human? Why should we not seek continuity with other animals for our quote-unquote noble traits as well? Quote, this from the resemblance of the external actions of animals to those we ourselves perform, that we judge their internal likewise to resemble ours, and the same principle of reasoning carried one step farther will make us conclude that since our internal actions resemble each other, the causes from which they are derived must also be resembling. When any hypothesis, therefore, is advanced to explain a mental operation which is common to men and beasts, we must apply the same hypotheses to both. By David Hume, A Treatise of Human Nature, 1739-1740 Genetically, the chimps and bonobos at the zoo are far closer to you and other paying customers than they are to the gorillas, orangutans, monkeys, or anything else in a cage. Our DNA differs from that of chimps and bonobos by roughly 1.6%, making us closer to them than a dog is to a fox, a white-handed gibbon to a white-cheeked crested gibbon, an Indian elephant to an African elephant or for any bird watchers who may be tuning in a red-eyed vireo to a wide-eyed vireo. The ancestral line leads to chimps and bonobos split off from that leading to humans just five to six million years ago, though interbreeding probably continued for a million or so years after the split. With the chimp and bonobo lines separating bit somewhere between 3 million and 860,000 years ago. Beyond these two close cousins, the familial distances to other primates grow much larger. The gorilla peeled away from the common line around 9 million years ago, orangutans 16 million, and gibbons the only monogamous ape, took an early exit about 22 million years ago. DNA evidence indicates that the last common ancestor for apes and monkeys lived about 30 million years ago. If you picture this relative genetic distance from humans geographically, with a mile representing about 100,000 years since we last shared a common ancestor, it might look something like this. Homo sapiens sapiens, New York, New York. Chimps and bonobos are practically neighbors, living within 30 miles of each other in Bridgeport, Connecticut and Yorktown Heights, New York. Both just 50 miles from New York, they are well within commuting distance of humanity. Gorillas are enjoying cheesesteaks in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Orangutans are in Baltimore, Maryland, doing whatever it is people do in Baltimore. 
Gibbons are busily legislating monogamy in Washington, D.C. All world monkeys, like baboons and macaques, are down around Roanoke, Virginia. Carl Linnaeus, the first to make the taxonomic distinction between humans and chimps in the mid-18th century, came to wish he hadn't. This division, pan and homo, is now regarded as being without scientific justification. And many biologists, biologists advocate reclassifying humans, chimps, and bonobos together to reflect our strikingly similar similarities. Nicholas Tulp, a well-known Dutch anatomist, immortalized in Rembrandt's painting The Anatomy Lesson, produced the earliest accurate description of a non-human ape's anatomy in 1641. The body Tulp dissected so closely resembled the humans that he commented, it would be hard to find one egg more like another. Although Tulp called this specimen an Indian satyr, and noted that local people called it an orangutan, contemporary primatologists who have studied Tulp's notes believe it was a bonobo. Like us, chimps and bonobos are African great apes. Like all apes, they have no tail. They spend a good part of their lives on the ground and are both highly intelligent, intensely social creatures. For bonobos, a turbocharged sexuality utterly divorced from reproduction is a central feature of social interaction and group cohesion. Anthropologist Marvin Harris argues that bonobos get a reproductive payoff that compensates them for their wasteful approach to hitting the ovulatory target. The payoff is a, quote, a more intense form of social cooperation between males and females, leading to a more intensely cooperative social group, a more secure milieu for rearing infants, and hence a higher degree of reproductive success for sexier males and females. Unquote. The bonobo's promiscuity, in other words, confers significant evolutionary benefits on the apes. The only monogamous ape, the gibbon, lives in Southeast Asia in a small family units consisting of a male-female couple and their young, isolated in a territory of 30 to 50 square kilometers. They never leave the trees, have little to no interaction with other gibbon groups, not much advanced intelligence to speak of, and infrequent reproduction, only copulation. Monogamy is not found in any social, group-living primate, except if the standard narrative is to be believed, us. Anthropologist Donald Simons is as amazed as we are at frequent attempts to argue that monogamous gibbons could serve a viable model for human sexuality, writing, quote, Talk of why or whether... Humans, pair bond like gibbons, strikes me as belonging in the same realm of discourse as talk of 
why the sea is boiling hot and whether pigs have wings, unquote.